You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Be here in the Chirp Studios with Douglas McComb of Tortoise. We're huge fans of Tortoise here at Chirp, um, and we're so happy to have you. I'd love to jump in by talking a little bit about Tortoise's most recent album and its relationship to Chicago. Um, so, can you talk a little bit just about how that project got started? Um, well, some of the source material for our newest album, The Catastrophist, originated with a project that the city of Chicago proposed to us, which was to come up with a a new set of material to perform live um, that would include and incorporate members from the the jazz and improvised music community in Chicago, Mm -hmm. um, sort of to show our connection to that community. Um, I mean, some of our some of the members of Tortoise are very active in that community. Um, and so they think they just wanted to do a special thing to like kind of highlight that connection. And um, so what we did was each member of the band came up with one piece of music that would sort of be appropriate for extended improvisation. Um, it wasn't It wasn't completely composed. It was more like or most of the pieces weren't completely composed. I mean, most of them were more like sort of open-ended pieces of music that uh, that we could that left a lot of room to to do things with. So, so what we ended up was four, um, five longish longish pieces of music, and we then presented them to to these improvisers that we asked to play with us. It was like uh, it was Fred Lomberg home. Um, Nikki Mitchell. Uh, uh, now, now I'm on the spot and I can't remember everybody's <laughs> names. Uh, the, the thing is, we we subsequently performed it with a, with other musicians in different cities. Mm-hmm. So um, right now I'm blanking out on a lot of the names. But anyway, so so when it came time to make a new Tortoise album, um, we sort of had at least a few songs that we could do something with. And so we sort of expanded on those things and some of them ended up on the album. Awesome. So you said that each member of the group brought a piece to kind of the table for this. What, what was yours and where were you drawing inspiration from when you were composing for that? Well, I mean, I kind of wrote something that is similar to a lot of the things I write for tortoise, which is Mm -hmm. I sort of uh, devised a riff um, as a as a thing to build on, and then came up with uh, a few different melodies, and then some 
and then some chord transpositions that could maybe take it in a different direction. Um, and that song ended up on the album as The Catastrophist, mm-hmm. the first song on the album. Um, is that the normal kind of tortoise writing process that you all do something individually and then bring it together? Or do you ever all, are you in, like, in one room and start something from scratch? Well, how does that work? I think the most common way that we work um, is that we'll just sort of go around and, and each person will present the band with some idea that they have. And those ideas can take many different forms. They mm-hmm. can, they can not always be a lot of times, most of the time, they're not even fully composed. They're more like, I had this idea for this thing and it sort of goes like this. And then we just build on it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can just be a, a drum pattern or anything. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's, it's ended up being the way that we come up with the best results over the years is, is to, um, is to sort of ping pong ideas off of each other and build stuff up from almost nothing that ends up being the most interesting music that we play. On the catastrophist, there are vocals oh, now. Yeah. Um, how was how did that decision come together to kind of make that change? Well, it was kind of a, a series of circumstance or uh, uh, coincidences. Mm-hmm. Um, where, well, f- first of all, let me preface that preface this by saying um, we actually have used a lot of vocals on our records, mm-hmm. but in most instances. They're pretty highly disguised, and okay. you don't really recognize them as vocals. Okay. Um, so it's not—it's it's never been a rule that we don't have vocals in the band, but we're mostly focused on just our individual strengths, which is which are mostly is, is just about musicianship or whatever. So these two songs on the Catastrophist originated in pretty different ways. Like the the cover song, the David Essex song "Rock On," uh, we. Um, and I guess by we, I should, I really mean, uh, myself and John McIntyre mm-hmm. had sort of at the same time sort of heard this song on the radio within a, within a week of each other or something. And it sort of had struck us in a strange way that it hadn't struck us before. And we both sort of mentioned it at the same time, which was a weird coincidence that it would, it's almost like a tortoise song in a weird way. It's very unusual. The arrangement of it is very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like a typical rock song at all. And it was this huge hit on the radio. And we thought it would be interesting to do a version of that song. And we weren't even really thinking about it 
for an album or whatever we just thought oh this would be an interesting experiment to try this song and maybe we can you know it could be like a a special downloadable single or something or mm-hmm. a special release or a free thing for fans or whatever so we recorded it and we got our friend Todd to sing it Todd is from uh he's from the band Dead Rider mm-hmm. in Chicago and also uh from the great band U.S. Maple that does not exist anymore Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone liked it so much that they thought it had to be on the record I mean everybody in the band was pretty into it so that's one instance the other instance was um, the song Yonder Blue Mm -hmm. which we were approaching as any other tortoise song and we were you know we were working on the song and sort of Mm-hmm. working through the song and trying to figure out what we're going to do with it like any other tortoise song and eventually it sort of settled in this place where we liked it and it kind of sounded like a you know like a dusty steppers cut or like a or like an old soul jam or something yeah. and and we thought this song probably needs vocals like it doesn't have to have vocals we can probably figure out something else to do with it but why not try some vocals on it? So um, we asked Georgia, um, Georgia Hubley, who's like an old, old, old friend of mine. Like I've been playing shows with her band, Yola Tengo, for over 30 years. Wow. Um, it just seemed perfect for her. And so we asked her and we didn't give her any instruction or uh, set any parameters for what she was to sing. I mean, we just kind of said try singing on this song and that's what she came up with that's what she sent us to the 80s when 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 you know i started playing in in 11th dream day which is it's one of my mm-hmm. other bands when i started playing with them i started meeting lots of other bands because we'd be playing shows with them and mm-hmm. that's how i met john herndon and we started tortoise mm-hmm. um he was playing in a band at the time called precious wax drippings that were playing around chicago and those guys i became great friends with those guys and we played a lot of shows together um and that's how I met Johnny and struck up my relationship with him, and that's how we started Tortoise. So you all have been making music for more than 25 years now, which is incredible and exciting to so many people. Um, how does that, that feel? Do you all reflect on it much, or is it just a thing you're doing every day and that's how it is? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if any of us really reflects on it that much, but occasionally you sort of put, think about it and put it in perspective, and it seems like it seems like an achievement. I mean... I don't think any of us really believed that we would be doing it for this long with the same five people. I mean, it's been it's been the same five people since around 97. Um, there were a few years wow. before that where a couple other people went through the band. So I think that's an achievement in itself, and it says something about how we work together. I think we all sort of have a, developed a certain amount of trust and, uh, and, uh, and respect for each other's abilities to like mm-hmm. sort of continue working the way that we do. Um, it can be challenging sometimes. I mean, some of the guys don't live in Chicago anymore. We have uh, yeah. 
we have some obstacles, but ultimately it's always worth it. It's always, it always ends up being worth it. Um, so when you've been playing with people for that long, um, is there something like recently that you feel like, wow, that was really cool that we were able to do? Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, I mean, we played uh, in 2016, we played 117 shows, which is the biggest year for us probably since the nineties, um, or at least the early aughts. So certain points during a tour, like, or a year like that, it can it can get a little, you can get a little sort of lost in it or a little just kind of like unable to separate night yeah. from night. But yeah. then occasionally, you know, occasionally these, uh, uh, you know, some show will come up that's really, that really transcends everything. And then it sort of reminds you why you're doing it. Is there a show maybe in your memory that stands out in that way? It doesn't have to be recent, but at any point. Um... I mean, we have had a, quite a few shows like that this year. I mean, mm-hmm. and it, don't get me wrong, it's always great to be out touring and playing in front of people. That's what, that's what we all love doing. Yeah. But um, um, I remember a show in Tokyo probably 12 or 15 years ago now. Um, and I remember we were playing a song that we've played hundreds of times. And it was a song that was always sort of constantly shifting and uh, and evolving. Like some of our tunes just stay the same for 20 years, and some mm-hmm. of them sort of slowly change yeah. um, through them, just through playing them live a lot. And I remember reaching a certain point in this particular song. It was it's the song uh, "Swung from the Gutters," which is on uh, TNT, and mm-hmm. I remember. At a certain point in the middle of the song, it just sort of went to some other plane. And I looked over at Jeff, and he was, he looked at me, and we were both kind of just, like, surprised and kind of, like, I could see the surprise in his eyes. And I knew that he was hearing the same thing I was hearing, and it was a really unusual moment. you want to say to fans who have kind of been with tortoise from the beginning um i don't know thank you <laughs> i'm just you know I'm, I'm i'm always uh interested in what happens to people when they get out of their 20s and 30s and their lives sort of take over and whether they continue to listen to music and stuff and i think i think a lot of our a lot of our fans have been um really dedicated and enthusiastic about keeping up with what we're doing and and especially when we're not really in uh we're not really in the limelight that often i mean we only make an album once every five years or so i mean we've tried to make albums quicker than five years but over the last 15 years it seems like we've only made a few albums like an album every five years or, or longer and yeah. so 
I appreciate their patience, you know, and mm-hmm. just the fact that they're willing to stick with us. And also, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this year was a sort of a new thing happened this year where we started to see lots of really young faces in the audience, which was super cool because, you know, sometimes you wonder whether you're still connecting with people on different levels. What would you say to kind of those newer listeners? Is there a place in your discography you would go where you're like, listen to this album and that you feel like crystallizes and then come back? I think my favorite Tortoise album and the most concise one might be Standards. Mm. I think that that one delivers a lot in a shorter amount of time than some of the other ones. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think a lot of people would probably say TNT. And yeah. I don't know, just recently, like, I don't really listen to our albums that much, but recently I was listening to um, Beacons of Ancestorship, which is our last album before Catastrophist, and I think mm-hmm. that record is really great. Like, yeah. It kind of surprised me. so much for coming in today this was a lot of fun for me Um, and i'm sure we'll see you around thanks you can find this and other chirp radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts